Ephesians chapter 4, and I'm going to start reading in verse 21. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness." Uh, I want to talk to you this morning about starting a new year. Verse 22 says to put off the former conversation, the old man. Verse 23 says be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So, you know, there, there's all kinds of New Year's messages that preachers are going to preach in the, this week and next week. And what I want to really focus on this morning is not hanging on to last year. How many of y'all had failures last year? Just raise your hand. How many of you had victories last year? We've got a good mix of both. I know I myself have a big mix of both of them, right? How many of you want to remember the failures? Now be truthful. You you might not want to, but you, you hang on to them because there's some part of us that just loves to dwell on on the things we've done wrong. Right? We just we love to just I don't know why we just love to wallow in self pity and sometimes even self deprecation right we want to put ourselves down we are reminded of things we've done wrong and we just can't get past it well you know there is nothing magical about January first. There's nothing that says, okay, it's January 1st and there's this wonderful thing that's going to happen and we're going to start this new year and everything's going to be grand. Why does everybody make New Year's resolutions? Well, it's just a point in time where we can see something coming to an end and something new beginning, right? That's really all it is. We see that this is a new time that's ahead of us. January 1st is no different than December 31st. It's just another day. But it is a time that we can kind of look back and say, man, there's all the things we did wrong. There's the things that that went good in our life. There's the blessings that God's given us. And then we can look ahead and say, this year I want to do this different. I want to do more of that that was good, right? People make all sorts of ridiculous promises that they know they're never going to (laughs) keep. I don't make New Year's resolutions. So I just let myself down. (laughs) 
<laughs> right? I'd rather just, you know, ignorance is bliss, right? If you don't know that you were supposed to be doing something, when you find that out later on, you're like, well, I didn't know. So if I never make this commitment to say I'm going to do a certain thing, then later on, I don't really fail myself. It's, I know it's a mental thing, right? But I feel better about it anyway. But the Bible's telling us that there is a time in your life, it doesn't have to be January 1st, but there is a time in your life when you should put off the old things and renew your mind. Okay? So, I don't know about you, but there's things in this past year that I don't want to ever talk about again. I don't want to think about them. They're failures, right? And they may be little bitty things, but you know in your heart you, you should have done that different. I just I don't want to go back to it, but there's a part of me that wants to hang on to it and, and carry it along with me because I like to sometimes just beat myself up. That's not healthy. So, how do I move past those things? Well, we're going to cover some of that today. But forgiveness plays a huge part in it. See, there's people this past year that I've probably done wrong. There's people that may have done me wrong. And I'm just using this as one example. But I can't move past it until there's forgiveness in my heart. And you know, part of that process is going to somebody too and asking for forgiveness. You see, it goes both ways. So, making right things that have gone wrong is a big step in being able to move past them. And y'all, I'm not here today to give you some sort of psychology lesson or be a psychiatrist for you. That's not the purpose in this. The purpose is to say that I can't be victorious in my life as long as I'm hanging on to things in the past. And y'all, I want you to understand something too, that hanging on to past victories will drag you down too. They are in the past. You can rejoice in them, but don't dwell on them. Because they don't do you any good tomorrow. And you say, well, that's a downer. <laughs> it's the truth. You know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of like, people like to look back at their past and say, oh man, I remember the good old days. You know, don't do you any good today. Doesn't do you any good tomorrow. Let's move on past it. Paul talks about this a little bit in uh, <clears throat> Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. He says, Brother, and I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Did Paul have victories in his past? Sure. He had failures. He had things he wished he'd never had to do or go through. 
But he had things he could rejoice in too. But he said, I'm forgetting all that because it's in the past. I can't carry that forward with me. But what I can do is shift my focus toward what God would have me to be doing tomorrow. Right? I can now take all my energies that I've been wasting on things in the past year behind me and shift them back around to where I'm looking toward what God has for my life. Where should I be going? What should I be doing? What is the direction God has taken me in? How can I minister to other people? And you say, what do I do about all the hurt that is behind me, whether it be in me or in someone else that I've called? Should I just forget about it? You can't just forget about it. You can't just leave it there. You know why? Because that unresolved hurt, whether it's in you or in someone else because of you, stays with you. So those things do need to be resolved. I'm not saying just forget it ever happened. What I'm trying to tell you is if it's over with, leave it in the past. If it's not over with, get it fixed so that you can leave it in the past. I can't be, I can't be a victorious, joyful uh, person in the kingdom of God when I'm full of shame and regret. I can't. Because the enemy constantly reminds me of those things. So until I get to a point where I can step over them and say, no, it's in the past. What did the first verse we said? He said, the former conversation. The old man. You know what that tells you? That's not you anymore. Okay? I don't care if you've been a Christian for a day or a thousand days. It doesn't matter. As you grow in Christ, that old man is not you. Okay? And the devil wants to tell you, yeah, but you did this wrong. You hurt that person. You shouldn't have done that. Or he may tell you, that person did you wrong. Remember when they did this to you? He's trying to continue that history of anger and, and uh, vengeance and all of those, all those terrible qualities. He's trying to keep those active in your life. And that is the only way he can do it is by reminding you of the past. Do y'all know he doesn't know the future? <laughs> He's not all-knowing. The future He knows about is the same future you know about. But He don't want to remind you of that future. Because that future spells doom for Him. That future for a child of God spells eternity with the King, right? It doesn't tell you what He wants to tell you. So all He can do is remind you of your past. He said, if I can just keep them focused on all those faults and failures and all the ways people have hurt them, I can totally destroy their life. 
What I've got to do is distract them from the goodness of God. You ever thought about that? Has the devil ever come to you and told you something that was truly good? He'll tell you some things that sound good on the surface. He even told Jesus some things that sounded good, right? Until you look into them a little bit. Until you use a little bit of discernment, especially in comparison to the Word of God. And then you begin to see it for what it really is, a lie. Y'all, if the devil will lie to you in one point, he will lie to you about anything. Why is that important today? I'm here to tell you, He's telling you something about yourself all the time, and you can't believe what He says. You see, there's another voice that's trying to tell you some things too, but oftentimes, because we're so busy, because we're so distracted, because we have all these other stupid hang-ups in our own life, we can't hear that other voice. We choose not to listen to it. But that voice of truth is telling us that you've already been paid for. You're redeemed. You're a child of the King. You're washed and bought with a price. And I want you to understand today, children of God, the past is not where I need to dwell. I need to be longing for the things of God. I need to be looking for my future. And whatever that entails, what steps I need to be taking, I need to be seeking God and not seeking how I can further some stupid thing that happened in the past. The past will just eat you alive. It really will. It really will. Some of the things this year that happened with me, I realized if I was ever going to get victory in certain areas of my life, I had to just move on past those things. Wasn't anybody, anything anybody had done to me. Man, I, I can forgive somebody like that, y'all. I have never had a problem holding a grudge against somebody. I'm not saying I don't get angry and I don't get upset. I do, just like anybody else. But probably 30 minutes from now, I forgot about it and moved on. That's my nature. And I'm not here bragging to you, but I'm making a point that that my problem lies within me, right? Things I've done in the past, that's the ones I had the hardest time forgiving. Me. Now, you may be different. You may have trouble in another area. That doesn't make it any worse or any better. But you know who you are. The problem still lies with things that happened in the past. You know what? If you've gone to God and you've repented of that thing, and you said, God, forgive me. You know what? He did. Sometimes you just got to forgive yourself. 
Remember what I said in the very first of this message? The the main thing that we need to focus on in in conquering those things is forgiveness. Sometimes you just got to forgive yourself. But maybe it's somebody else. Maybe somebody else has just totally and, I mean, just blatantly done you wrong. First, I want, to, I want you to step back with me for a second. Look at it from a different point of view. Because you know how many times as a third party, I've heard a story from one side, heard a story from another side, and saw that neither one of these people really had any clue what happened. The truth behind it is there's a huge misunderstanding. Somebody may have done something intentionally, but most of the time they didn't. When you look at it from that point, as a child of God, and that is crucial, okay? That means I just took my old man out of the equation, right? Because the old man don't care. He wants vengeance, right? (laughs) There needs to be a reckoning. (laughs) when When I take him out of the equation and look at it through the eyes of Jesus, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is this really worth it? Why am I hanging on to this? Is it really worth the time I've lost? Is it really worth carrying this on with me? Or should I just lay it down and say, I forgive you? Y'all, how hard is it to forgive somebody? Sometimes it is monumental, sometimes it's Mount Everest. Until you actually do it. Then you realize that wasn't so hard. How many times do you have to forgive them? A lot. (laughs) Sometimes. I told somebody the other day, you need to forgive them. And I said, you know what? Tomorrow, you're going to need to forgive them again. And you might have to forgive them again before the day's out. Because they're still hurt, right? Forgiveness doesn't mean I have healed. Forgiveness means I want to heal. Forgiveness says I don't want to hold that against you anymore. I want to move on. You may have to remind yourself that tomorrow and the next day and the next day. But as long as you continue doing that, guess what you're doing? You're leaving it in the past. And you're stepping away from it step by step. As time goes by, little by little, you're leaving it behind. You know what? You probably never will forget about it. Because that's how we're wired. But there will come a day when it's not pressing on you. There will come a day when somebody has to say, remember when? And you say, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. 
But it ain't the first thing you thought of when you woke up. It ain't the last thing you thought of when you went to bed. You see, that's what that thing does. It eats away at you. You hang on to it and that's what it will do. It will totally consume who you are. Y'all, I know a lot of y'all very well. I know intimate details of most of y'all's life. And I know I'm not the only one standing up here that has had to at some point forgive somebody because they really hurt you bad. I know that. But you know what? Every time I've ever forgiven somebody, it never hurt me. Do you know that? It never did. A lot of times we go into it with that frame of mind. I'm not about to give them an inch. Right? But every time I've done it, man, when I come out the other side, I I said, you know what? That didn't hurt me. It did not hurt me to forgive somebody. Let's leave the old year behind us. Let's go into the new year with expectations instead of wondering how all that's going to stay with us. How am I going to keep carrying it? Oh, so-and-so, he did this, or they did that. or Yeah, that's a miserable existence. It is. I have lived on both sides, and I can definitely tell you today which one I prefer. And it does not have to do with holding a grudge. It doesn't have anything to do with wanting to get revenge on somebody. There is no joy in any of that. If you call yourself a child of God today, I guarantee you, when you get revenge on somebody, you see real quick, wasn't worth it. There's no joy in it. There's no satisfaction in it. 